What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is on the block 93.7 ticket. Thanks for tuning in. However, it is you're doing it. Plenty of ways you can uh, watch the show, listen to the show, interact with the show as well. Wherever you you comment, we see it. You text in, we see it. 402-464-5685. Text line. I want your thoughts on the most impactful transfer quarterback in the Big Ten West this off season. I mean, it's an off season of change in the division. We just got, got done talking about Northwestern. They have a transfer quarterback in Ben Bryant coming over from Cincinnati. Uh, Purdue has one in Hudson Card that I think is an interesting add. Uh, Illinois gets an old Miss transfer. There's a lot going on. Minnesota, I think, is the only program that would have a, a returning quarterback in the run to start in Ethan Kaliak-Manis. But straight as we look at the other three teams, with Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Iowa, all very different in their their transfer quarterback approach. Let's start at home. Let's start with Nebraska and with Jeff Sims. The book on him is Athletic Marvel. You know, built like a Greek god, has all the physical ability in the world, just has to refine it. I'm sure you saw guys like that, you know, across your time in the NBA and even in other sports. When it comes down, you know, generally speaking to these guys with all the athletic gifts, what is it that holds them back from reaching their potential most often? Well, I think sometimes it's just the the style of play. Some systems are set up just specifically not to hold you back, but they're set up to do a certain thing that may not fit your skill set. Like, for example, you know, what Iowa was doing, it, it, their stuff was so simple that it was crazy. So they were a reliance. They kind of took the old Baltimore Ravens Mm -hmm. type of mentality. We're not going to make mistakes. We'll methodically move. We'll let our defense put us in positions and we'll hopefully be able to score. But what was crazy, sometimes their defense was scoring (laughs) better than their dang offense was, which, Mm -hmm. which is crazy, but it's just, it's that reliance over time wears you out. There's a there's just a mental drudgery that happens, and and so when you're when we, we, let's just talk about Jeff Sims. What we don't know is you can see flashes. So the system I think there at Georgia Tech has never been set up for. Uh, it, it's it's crazy that um, uh, he he's passed now, but he was with uh, Denver um, wide receiver. Oh, Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas, how he thrived in that system is still an anomaly. Calvin Johnson, too. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Freak of nature, specimen, body, types, height. 
is you wonder how they got there. But I think sometimes they probably were. I'm, really, Calvin Johnson blows my mind. Four three guy at his size <laughs> that's there, you know, and not Florida State or not, you know, at that time not Florida or someplace like that. You yeah. Georgia Tech. So you had to do a huge recruiting job, and you know, I still don't figure. But that's the thing with Jeff, I think. And so you've seen flashes of it. You've seen possibilities good arm there's nothing that he's lacking it's just that there were some inconsistencies but you can understand that because of the style um i i think he's getting some of the same thing that um you know uh ar our guy mm-hmm. anthony richardson my boy your boy uh anthony richardson mm-hmm. is getting because there was a lot of things that were inconsistent, but they seem like they're pretty happy with what they were able to get out of Anthony Richardson. So it's still yet to be seen what he will become, but I think that's what we're going to find out with Jeff. I, 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 in this category right now, I would probably put him in the middle because there's still some uncertainty, some speculation, but the, the, the tools are there. Absolutely. So I think the temptation for Nebraska, especially recently, well, even you know, dating back to when Nebraska was running the option, there was a lot on the quarterback, and by some, you know, by some degree, that's always going to be the case. It's a demanding position, mentally and physically. But we saw Nebraska put a lot on Adrian Martinez's shoulders mm-hmm. for his, you know, four years. We saw a lot of demands put on Casey Thompson to create something out of nothing. I don't think Jeff Sims is as polished as Casey Thompson, and asking him to do more than he's ready for is either going to get him hurt shake his confidence, upset him, or some combination thereof. And that's not a path to success. No. You can't ask him, I don't think, to do everything and do anything at a moment's notice. To me, the thing with Jeff Sims is, can he do the simple things well time and time again? He'll show you he's ready for more responsibility when he doesn't mess up the simple stuff. And, and, and so for me, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm really wanting to see, no, he's got a big arm. Um, you hit or miss on long, long shots. That, mm-hmm. That's okay. That's that's a timing thing. That's things you got to work out. You've got to kind of got. You've got to know if you need to put more air on it, more line on it. Working with your what receivers. you're throwing. Yeah, you know that's mm-hmm. that's a time thing, right? That's that's something that worked out with time. Do I need to make a back shoulder throw here? You know, just different things like that. Is he? Does he? Does my receiver know and feel me when I'm what we're both seeing? Is this mm-hmm. that type of pass that needs to be thrown? Those are time. The what what I'm really wanting to see is how he makes the dump offs, mm. what kind of touch he has over the middle, throwing nice balls just over the reach of the linebackers, mm-hmm. um, how fast he's able to get on and off reads and also create space without uh, keeping his head downfield, without necessarily having to run, but understanding oh they're in man. Okay, if I beat this hard outside rush right here, there's nobody to stop me for the next 10, but I'm out of bounds or I'm sliding, right? Mm-hmm. Or a linebacker happens to be in a spy, steps up and, and kind of is coming toward me. Can I, on the run, cross back of my body, drop one where he's vacated, mm-hmm. right? Those are the things that I'm really interested. Can he throw a good comeback? You know, where a guy is, is, you know, he's making that break. He's breaking down. That ball is released because you know that it's a, it's, it's a cover two. You've got a safety over the top. You've got a guy underneath. That comeback has had to be right here at this spot. It's got to be on time or that safety is on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are the things I'm really going to be watching 
as I as I observe Jeff Sims. You put him in the middle in terms of impactful transfers between uh, Wisconsin and Iowa. Which one do you think is the least impactful transfer? Um, for, well, for me, is is Tanner Morakai. Okay. Now, look, had great success down there mm-hmm. at SMU. Older, veteran style, mm-hmm. been there. You know, this is going to be what sixth year. Yeah. So, but but Minnesota, yes, great mind down there. I just don't know if the level of competition that he's seen. So he's going to have to probably be a lot quicker. Decisions got to be made a lot, bit, a lot quicker, a lot faster. Because I don't think he's probably seen the same type of maybe rush and physicality and stuff that you're going to see in the Big Ten. So um, he's probably the most uncertain player for me at this point. He might even be walking into the most difficult situation. Yeah. Maybe an offense that's more tailored for him, but with a group of teammates that isn't used to that. Yeah, yeah. How, how big of a difference do you think that makes? I mean, does it help that he's played in a similar-ish system before? How much responsibility is on him to bring teammates along? I mean, I, I think that helps as far as leadership and, and him hopefully being able to get guys on the same pattern, same page as himself, and, and also being on the same page as, as you know, Coach Fickle, mm-hmm. right? Um, understanding what's what needs to be done, how it needs to be done, and also leading them on the charge of it. So those are those are what I'm gonna I'm gonna be keeping an eye on. From what I can tell from Tanner Morgan, he played at Maryland last year with SMU in 2022. Uh, they lost that game. He went 29 to 54, three touchdowns and two picks, uh, rushed nine times for 18 yards. Against Maryland, not an elite upper tier defense. They have the athletes yeah. for it, but we saw Big Ten offenses, you know, get what they wanted at some points in time against Maryland. The funny thing about Tanner Mordecai is that he comes to Oklahoma or he starts at Oklahoma, sorry, then transfers to SMU for the last two seasons. In his career streak, he's thrown for 7,791 yards. That's more than Wisconsin's career leader. Yeah, he's been around the block a little bit, but essentially mm-hmm. his work at SMU over the last two years is like a game and a half behind their all-time leader. He's, yeah. he's in fifth place if you just take the last two seasons. Daryl Bevel has 7,600 yards. Joel Stavi just over that as well. Yeah, n- not necessarily, you know, quarterback luminaries in Daryl Bevel and Joel Stavi. So the, the mindset shift is even more than when Russell Wilson came from North Carolina State, because he fit in so well with what they wanted to do, play action, boot, depend on the running game. They still can. And that's why I think Wisconsin might have a little higher floor, because mm-hmm. they have a good offensive line, mm-hmm. and they have a dependable run game that Phil Longo has proven he can use at North Carolina before with two dynamic running backs. I think if Wisconsin starts slow throwing the ball, they'll have no issues falling back on Braylon Allen. Right. Right. And, and, and so with that situation too, um, Luke Fickle knows what to do with quarterbacks. He's, he's very good at mm-hmm. making them look good and better than probably what they, their capabilities are. He's scheming them right. So mm-hmm. that's something to watch out for too. The last transfer then to talk about in, in that group is Cade McNamara coming down from Michigan to Iowa. I think he's a good fit for them because I was still looking to take that next step, right? They've been pretty solid, pretty dependable in the seven to nine, sometimes 10 win range. 
which is kind of where Michigan was under Harbaugh, but they could never break through. Under Cade McNamara, they beat Ohio State the first time. J.J. McCarthy follows it up last year, but Cade McNamara, having been in that locker room with a good defense, with a good run game, just not having to make mistakes, it pains me to say, but he's walking into a great situation at Iowa. Yeah, if they can can make the adjustments and just not be so darn boring in (laughs) in their – some of the play calling situations and they they probably have worked that out you know they, they dealt we'll with see that if they work that we'll out we'll see <laughs> but that's that's the part that they've definitely got to be better than I me mean, i think kate is capable you know mm-hmm. i think the style fits him well mm-hmm. but whether or not they open it up and allow him to become who he is i mean spencer petrus that those guys weren't very good is you know just in handling that they just weren't but I think Mm -hmm. Kate is I think Kate's way like a huge upgrade from like Petrus I went back and I looked just to see so I was 2015 season where they go undefeated in the regular season losing the Big Ten championship then get absolutely steamrolled by Stanford their quarterback was CJ Beathard completed 62 percent of his passes on 360 attempts 17 touchdowns to five interceptions Mm -hmm. that's the formula to me for Iowa 2009 they win 11 games, 6-2 and two in conference play. Ricky Stanzi wasn't great, but they got away with him. 2002, Brad Banks made a living just by avoiding mistakes. Threw it less than 300 times, only completed 58% of his passes, but 26-5 to five touchdown-to-interception ratio. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. to me, is why Cade McNamara can be the biggest difference maker in this group. Because Iowa's biggest issue on offense might be a lack of explosiveness, but the second biggest issue was turnovers. When mm-hmm. their quarterbacks don't turn the ball over, when they don't put it on the carpet by fumbling like they saw a couple times against Nebraska last year, yeah. or when they don't throw interceptions, they can complete 55 to 60% of their passes and get away with it. But mm-hmm. if they limit turnovers, that's really the key to being a that's good it. Iowa quarterback. That's it. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing really to explain on top of that. That's it. Fascinating, fascinating quarterback division. Hudson Card coming over from Texas is also not a move I would have predicted. I also don't know what I think about that. That's a guy with, that was recruited pretty highly, kind of mm-hmm. have to be to go to Texas. Um, he did not beat out Casey Thompson for the job. Casey Thompson was hurt. Let's just make sure that's all clear for people out there. But he never really got the fullest shake to start. He started or played in two games in the COVID year in 2020. Played in seven games, 51 of 83, uh, passing five touchdowns and a pick for Texas in 2021. And mm-hmm. then did play in 12 games last year, you know, kind of going back and forth with Quinn Ewers. Right. Complete 70% of his passes, six touchdowns and one interception. I would like this move more for Purdue if Jeff Brom was there. We don't have a full idea of what Ryan Walter's staff is going to be, and that's more a defensive-minded head coach. Right. I think Hudson Card can be dynamic, but... We've seen a lot of times, too, defensive-minded head coaches will want to run the ball and trust their defense more than trust their quarterback to not even air it out, but but make plays and win them games. And that's a huge departure for what we've seen from Purdue recently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and uh, they've got their work cut out for them, their work cut out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Ten West is going to be interesting to see how it finishes and finalizes for his last season before they make adjustments and changes to what – divisions are going to be <laughs> and how that's going to look. They still haven't figured all that out yet, but we'll, we're, we're anxiously awaiting to see how it's going to all pan out. But this is it. I think, I think, I think Nebraska would do themselves a great service to make some noise uh, as they get into the last season for divisions. Do we consider Caleb Williams a Big Ten West quarterback? 
I mean, does he count? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they they're part of the team. <laughs> I mean, they're they're part of it. So, yeah, yeah. Caleb Williams, best quarterback in the Big Ten West. <laughs> you heard it here first. We got more on the block with you for another hour and change. I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland. We're back after this. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.